So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great a guest today. I got Jen Chen on the line, and man, she is crushing it, and, and here's the cool thing. We're going to go in deep. She's a solo agent, or she's building a team now, but all of last year was a solo agent, basically, and uh, sold 39 houses by herself, right? By herself, right? Um, that's a lot to juggle, and that's no joke, and she's crushing it over $20 million in biz, and uh, we're just going to get, and oh, 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 here's the other thing. Only in the business full time two years. That's right. <laughs> I was I was two years part time before that, and then decided to just jump in, and now I'm been two years full time. That's awesome. Okay, so anyways, without further ado, welcome, Jen. Thank you. Hey, why don't you uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Anything else I didn't mention? You know, it's just funny. I was going to say quickly how I used to be a school social worker for twelve years. I'd never really planned on getting into real estate. And then it just kind of happened little by little, you know, I ended up getting a um, decent amount of clients my second year part-time. And then I actually was starting to make more than my full-time job and I couldn't do both jobs at the same time. So I decided to make the plunge. So talk to me about how you, like school social worker, were you, were you, did, you got your license, right? Mm -hmm. And it was, did you say, ah, I'm going to just sell a couple of houses a year or tell me about your thought process? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I mean, my husband and I actually were looking into an investment property at the beginning and he was really busy. And I said, you know what, let me, let me, you know, kind of take the reins. And then while I was doing research, I just got really into real estate. And so I thought, you know what, why don't I just take a course? Because if we're going to own a property, I should know about real estate. Took a course. Then I ended up thinking I'll just take the test too, passed. And then I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and see if I can get any business. But my first year, I really did no marketing at all. I don't even think I really even told my friends or family. I got one client my first year from an open house, and that was it. And I actually never planned on going into real estate full time, like I said. But I don't know. I guess my second year, you know, friends and family started finding out. And then I got a little bit more. And then I got busy. And then that's, you know, slowly but surely. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. So how many houses did you sell your second year? Second year, I did nine, and right. I ended up doing better in that position than my full-time job. You mean making more money? Making more money, and actually, I found it a lot more rewarding, too, which is surprising, because you would think with social work, you should feel very rewarded, but... <laughs> I guess you do. Uh, you know, that's interesting. I guess, you, I guess there is a sense of fulfillment there in the beginning, but I guess just like anything in life, and, and you know, including real estate, you know, it, it's a little draining, yeah, social work can be draining and you don't always see the results right away because they're intangible. But with, you know, real estate, there's a beginning and an end. And when you're at the closing table and people are completely happy and they're thanking you for what you've done, you definitely get that tangible result. So it actually gave me a very good feeling in helping people. So it was kind of, I'm doing the same thing, helping people, but in a different medium, you know? Mm -hmm, absolutely. And then, okay, so how many houses did you sell your your third year or your, let's say your first full-time year after you quit social work? I sold 14. 
So one, nine, 14, and then last 12 months, how many have you sold? 39. Okay. Wow. One, nine, 14, 39. Right. What in the hell did you do to go from 14 to 39? That's what we want to know. Right. So the big secret, I guess, for me was I added Zillow into my, I bought ads. I bought leads. Mm. So that's kind of what happened for me. I had met a couple colleagues. They basically were doing no business with sphere of influence. They were closing like 15 to 20 deals just on Zillow leads. And I thought, well, I'm already doing 14 on my own with sphere of influence. Why don't I, you know, start paying for Zillow leads and see if I can double it because that's what my colleagues were doing. So I did, and I actually more than doubled it. Okay. So first 14 deals or, 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 okay. So how many of those 39, you know, were like sphere of influence and how many were Zillow or something else? I would say still 65% maybe would be 65, 70% were still sphere of influence. So, so at that point, so it's like you're, you build your base first, you know, first year you get nobody. Second year, you get a little bit of friends and family. Third year, you get friends, family and referrals. And then my fourth year, it's friends, family, referrals, and Zillow. So I would still say it was about 60, 65, 70 sphere of influence and about 30 or so. So, so I guess after you went full time, everybody knew you were a real estate agent, right? Correct. Right. And then that's, you know, when I went full time, that's when I really started my my marketing as well. So I put it on Facebook and Instagram, anywhere, Snapchat, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn. I just put it everywhere now. So just put everywhere. I am a real estate agent. Right. And I, you know, do like a YouTube, I have a YouTube channel. I do everything. So yeah. I mean, what advice do you have for somebody for social media that says, oh, well, I don't, because this is what they think in their mind. Oh, I don't want to do YouTube. I'll get three views or I don't want to do a Snapchat. It's going to disappear in, in, at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like how, how, how did you push through that knowing that, you know, you're just starting out and you only really sold 14 houses, not 14,000? Well, you know, I just, like I said, I just really wanted to create an online presence. I think it's like branding, right? You may not go out and buy that, you know, purse today, but the more and more you see it and it's in your mind, your top of mind, they're going to end up eventually buying the purse because that's what they want. And so same thing, you know, you're not going to get somebody calling you right away, but I think the more and more they see you. And I think um, with the YouTube channel, I, I do that because it gives them clients a better feel of who I am and it makes you more real as a person. Um, I've had a couple people say they, they contacted me specifically because of some video I did. They, they thought I was funny or they thought I was personable. So that's just kind of how it worked. And what are, you, what are you doing to make them feel like you're funny and personable? I'm actually not really that funny, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they just see my personality. You know, people just get a little bit of feel of who you are. Um, and then, you know, they, either they like you or they don't. So um, I'm not saying I'm getting a ton of business on YouTube or right. anything like that, but you know, I think anything helps. Yeah, absolutely. And authenticity. Authenticity is, it, like you said, it's not funny, but it's cute. You know what I mean? People think right. that authenticity is, is, is attractive. Right. You know? No, that's yeah. definitely the truth. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk numbers. So, you know, you did 39 houses, was that 20 million in volume you said? Yes. What's your, we like, we have a term here, ego commission income uh, also stands for gross commission income. So what, what did the total commissions end up being? 
Uh, last year it was 500,000. All right. Not bad, right? Uh, you definitely, uh, well, let me ask you this. What's your net profit on that? Um, 325,000. Okay. And then what'd so, you make, what'd you so make as a social worker? 5% of that. Yeah. That's awesome. What'd you make as a social worker? I was making 80. Okay. So you went from 80 to 325 real money, net, net four times. Correct. Yep. Did you ever actually, I actually told myself, Hey, I don't have to work for four years <laughs> <laughs> and I'll still be in the same boat. No, I can't be like that. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's a great question, right? Cause then at the end of the day that, you know, if you take 320 minus 80, right, the question would be, yeah. you know, do you have $240,000 left over? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I, you know, I just went ahead and just bought an investment property in cash with what I've made. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, you got to, you got to make money and then use it to make more money. So. And put it away, right? Like, like invest. I did the same sort of stuff when I was doing it. Like you, you get rid of it so you don't spend it on, you know, superficial exactly. stuff. And then, right. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's awesome. Uh, that's great. Okay. All right. So cool. So let's talk a little bit about your um, Zillow experience here. So tell me like how you started what you did differently and what you're doing now for people listening today in Tupelo, Mississippi or wherever, they're like, okay, I got my sphere of influence. Because I think a lot of people are at this spot where they got their 15 to 20 deals. They got their sphere of influence, but they want to take it to another level, but they don't want to do like 80 million different things. Right. And if they just do one thing and they just do Zillow, I was wondering if you could teach us the process you went through over the last 18 months or whatever since you started Zillow. So basically, I would get a call or I would get an email from Zillow basically with the contact information for people. And it doesn't matter where I was, I would stop and answer the call or make the call right away. I've been known to drive to the side of the, the road on a shoulder and make the call because I'm not going to delay. You know how people are right now. They make one call and if you don't hear back within five minutes, they're calling somebody else. And so I just made it a point whether I was at dinner, I know it's completely inconvenient on your life, but you know, at the beginning I felt like it was really important to build that base. And so I did everything I could to just be super responsive. I would pull on the side of the road sit on the shoulder and look up whatever information they asked me. If they said, what's the condo fee or is this home still active? I would sit in my car and look it up for them. Or I would, you know, step aside from dinner and answer that phone conversation. So I used to do crazy things at the beginning. I don't really do as many crazy things now, but last year I, I did all that to, to get the business. Okay. And then the other thing too, I think is I really only concentrated in the zip code that I live. So since I've been living here for about 13 years now, I know this area the best. And so I really just farm this one area. And um, so I only purchased the zip code in where I live because I want to be the local area expert. And so when someone calls you and you sound knowledgeable, you know exactly, you know, when they say a street, I'm like, oh yeah, I know where that is. That's in Brambleton. Or you say, oh yeah, I know that's, that's around 600,000. I know exactly what they're talking about. And I think 
when you come off as an expert, they, they really do trust you and they think, okay, maybe I don't want to go with my brother because he just got his license or, you know, this random person I talked to the other day, this person sounds like she knows what she's talking about. So I, I really sell myself and my local knowledge and my experience here. All right, guys, why waste thousands of dollars and countless hours on training that never touches on what matters most, how to make more money in real estate for just $7. You can start a one week trial at Rebus university today. And what that means is $13,000 worth of real estate courses on how to make more commissions will be available to you for a dollar a day. It's all you can eat. Go in there and take them all. If you can only seven bucks to start your seven day, all access free trial, go to future of real estate training.com. These courses are guaranteed to get you more listings, more leads and more commissions future of real estate training.com or just text the word trial to four, 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 nine 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 that's t-r-i-a-l to four 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 nine 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 i think that's getting more and more important you know what i mean as as agents we need to be uh we need to be creating more and more value bringing more and more value to the table Right, Correct. we're just not as good as a lockbox key in an MLS anymore because those are, you know, anybody could do those. Right, you have to differentiate yourself somehow from the the pack. There's, I mean, there's so many real estate agents, and you know, I try to do it by knowledge and you know, obviously coming across as I'm an expert and you know that I can get the the best sale for them or or get the best value for them. So, yeah, love it, love it. Okay, great. Okay, so. What's your score now on Zillow? Um, do they give you a score? Well, maybe you don't have it there. I know in other states, right, a lot of the agents are getting scores, like a Zillow. Really? We call it the best of the best score. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't think we have that here because I do check Zillow pretty often. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's coming to different. Oh, you mean like places. a star? Like a, yeah, a rating? like a star, like a 90, 97.2 or it's like, it's just like Uber, you know, where the Uber drivers <laughs> get scored. The agents are getting scored now. Okay. No, well, I don't, haven't seen numbers, but I, you know, I do have a five star rating. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another yeah. thing I think I do with the Zillow is I make sure all of my clients write me a review. So, because I was telling somebody on my team, if you give it, you hand them a business card, what are they going to do? They're going to look you up online. And if you don't have an online presence, they're going to throw your card away. So I always ask people to send me a review so that, you know, if anyone gets my card or they see my video or they see my name anywhere, then they can go back and check me on Zillow or anywhere else. And then they see the reviews. So that's another thing I do. Yeah. Well, these, this score is based on the first call only. And what yeah. happens is Zillow sends out a survey that said, you know, did Jin Chen, you know, pick up right away? Did Jin Chen call you back within one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes or never? Okay. Um, did, you know, all that stuff. And then you get a score based on day one, you know, and it's not like somebody that you told to go do it and gave a gift card to Starbucks to do it. You know what right. I mean? So, so it's a little more uh, authentic. 
You know okay. what I mean? And on the spot from people who've never met you. Right, right. Okay, well, I better yeah. be on my game now. <laughs> <laughs> they could be sending it out and your scores is not uh, published yet. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Okay, so um, tell me about uh, a lesson that you've learned, Jen. Like, like you know, you, you've risen really fast. And certainly there's just had to be times when you got your head kicked in where there was lessons you learned and failures you've had uh, and you've come out, you know, better and saying, I'm never going to do that again. What's, what's a good lesson you've learned? I think my biggest lesson the past year was um, I think you should have your systems in place and think ahead. So plan ahead, be hopeful for the future and that you're going to have a lot of business. So for instance, last year I didn't have a lot of people like there was really, I didn't have anyone on my team. Really. I have, I have a business partner and I had a couple girls, but they were, um, one had a full-time job. One, you know, had a little toddler. So they weren't fully available to assist me with you know, kind of acting like a buyer's agent. And so when I got super, super busy, I was literally doing all the showings myself, every single thing. So I got completely overwhelmed and honestly burnt out and exhausted. And I remember by June, cause that's pretty much by the time June came, I was, I was done with probably 80% of my, my sales. Um, really? I literally wanted to quit real estate cause I didn't have the buyer's agents that I should have had back then. So I would say plan ahead and just make sure all your systems are in place. Yeah. Kind of know what's going to happen, you know? Well, that's the thing, you know, you could, yeah, you could put out, you know, 39, you know, you could, you could say you can buy more and more business and to the point where you burn out. Right. So, you know, I guess you should, what do you think is a good number? That's a good question. What do you think is a realistic number of agents says, okay, I'm doing 15 to 20 sphere of influence deals. Now I want to start buying Zillow leads. You know, at what number should I hire a team member? Like what, before it gets too crazy and I somewhat full time. Are you asking price? Yeah, yeah. I would say when you're about, yeah, probably about over 20. 20? 20 is mm -hmm. the number? Yeah, I mean, maybe even more. It really depends on your own life. Like if you have kids, if you've got a lot of other things going on. But I would say yeah, maybe 20, 25. I mean, I can, I can handle a lot by myself as I, as I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would say that would probably get, be a good number to help you with showings. Okay. And then, so, and, and that would be a showing assistant or a buyer's agent, you think would right. be the first person to do right. that? Yeah. And so along with just learning the lesson, you know, because I got so burnt out at the end, I ended up giving a lot of good listings away. And I mean, I mm. took 50% obviously, but I also gave um, just some good buyers away to other agents. And again, I got 50%, but it's not really that the money at that moment, it's their sphere. It's their referrals. It's yeah. their friends and family that I lost on in the future because by the time you get burnt out, you just, you just don't care anymore. And um, so that I made, I made some critical errors around June because I got too tired. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people could say, oh, well, Jen, you, you made 50% and that's, that's great. That's maybe what you would pay an agent anyways. But like you said, it's, it's the multiple of that, right? Right. Like yeah. Four or five more deals. Exactly. And you can't, you can't be short-sighted and just think of that, you know, one-time money that you're going to get. You got to think about the future and all of their uh, connections that they have too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What about technology? What technology are you excited about? What is, what is helping you? What are you using? Um, I, so another crazy thing is that I never had a CRM. 
for this entire time. <laughs> well, that's right. I've, I've had many people on the show. I don't say many, but you know, whatever works. What you have just like a piece of paper or something or spreadsheet? Yeah, I, no, I just would put, so if I talk to somebody today, I put it on my calendar. I have an iPhone. I would just put it on my calendar. And if I didn't reach them or, you know, if they, you know, the conversation was decent, I would just move that appointment to two days later or a week later or whatever it is. So I would keep dragging it and then uh, do it several times until I just knew that they weren't interested at all. And then I would delete it. But that's kind of how I just kind of kept them in, you know, top of mind. So my calendar ended up being more of a to-do list than an actual calendar. It got yeah. so flooded. Every time my husband looked at my calendar, he would just shake his head and say, I can't even look at your calendar. But that's kind of what, how I use my CRM. Yeah, that's it. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't like all that stuff on my calendar. Personally, I, you know, my wife put her her schedule on my calendar. And then, you know, it's like a neighborhood events calendar got on there. And then I'm like, no, I birthdays and holidays. I'm like, take all that crap off. You know, I just want to know what am I responsible to do today? Right. So because I never had a CRM and everybody was like, I can't believe you did all those deals and all that stuff without a CRM. I finally got one. I think I started it back in October, just the past October. And I, um, I purchased contactually. Yes. And it took me a while to kind of figure out which one I wanted. Cause there's just so many out there, but I just, the, the only thing I really wanted was something good that would re- remind me every so often to contact these people. And I felt like that had the best focus to accomplish that goal. So I, I you wanted something simple and straightforward yeah, and yeah, pretty much. And then to put my notes in it. So that's kind of what I'm excited about. Oh, that's awesome. Plenty of people make a decent living selling real estate, but how many manage to make millions to become a millionaire? Imagine how much more profitable your business would be if you had the chance to learn from someone who actually made their millions selling real estate. Rebus University instructors know what it takes to build a highly successful, highly lucrative real estate business because they've done exactly that. These self-made real estate millionaires spent years in the trenches identifying exactly what works in today's markets. And that's exactly what they teach right now we're running a seven day trial on rebus university's all access package for just seven dollars you can get access to every course every millionaire real estate instructor there's over 40 of them 40 millionaire real estate instructors that rebus university has to offer you have access to all of them to start your seven-day free trial for only seven bucks, go to futureofrealestatetraining.com. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com or text TRIAL, T-R-I-A-L, to 444-999. That's TRIAL to 444-999. Okay, so... It, what other form? Any other forms of business, or do you think it's all coming from um, Sphere and SOI? Oh, I think it's just you know, it's just a lot. No, I mean, I've gotten some business actually just from my signs uh, when people call. Obviously, open houses is another good form. When I get a new listing, I'll do the first open house. 
Um, and I've gotten a lot of business that way. Other times I'll just, I mean, I did three deals this past year because I was sitting at the bar with my husband, um, having dinner and I overheard a couple next to me talking about, you know, selling and buying. So I chimed in and I got their buy and sell. So just things like that. Like you have to be, have your eyes and ears open, always be ready to kind of like chime in, not, not in a rude or annoying way, but you, you know, just feel them out. If they seem responsive to it, just keep going with it. But yeah, I've done three deals just by eavesdropping and just being present and, you know, being social. I think that's great. Uh, you know, cause generally, you know, especially at a bar, people are, are social beings generally go to bars. So, so you know what I mean? So it, it's easier and you're out, you're, you're out. Right. And, right. um, but yeah, I mean, people sitting down at reading, uh, homes magazine or you know anything like that you got to interject i mean it's right. just you also go home and you'll dwell on oh i should have said something you know? right. exactly well it was a restaurant and we were sitting at a bar but either way i could you know people, yeah. people so did you people say are, did you say like uh, can i get your number or, or how t t talk to me how that went yeah i think um i think i heard them talking about something and then I chimed in and said, oh, I'm a real estate agent. Um, I know that area. Um, you know, talked a little bit about it. Again, trying to assert that I'm an expert here locally. And then um, I usually don't just hand out my card because they'll never call. You have to get their number. It's so key. You have to get their contact info and then follow up with them. Because when you just pass out cards, it's rare that someone actually calls you. So, so I think I made... Uh, a point to get their information. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, we want to tell ourselves that they will call. They won't. Right? <laughs> they don't. They don't. Even, they though, even though you feel like you made such a good connection with them, usually I find that if you just pass out your cart, it doesn't work out. So you have Never to get does, yeah. yeah. Rarely, rarely does it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to reach out. So nice to meet you. You know, s send them stuff. What else? I'm sorry. Say that again. Yeah, I mean, what else do you do to after you get them after you get their name and number? Oh, I, I definitely follow up with them and I call them, just kind of find out from them, kind of what what are they looking for? You know, what's their timeline specifics? And then one thing I always do is I ask people, well, you know, I can set you up on an auto email, so you know, if you give me your criteria, I'll put you in the system one time, and you'll automatically start getting listings that match your criteria. So that way, you won't get listings of homes that are no longer active. Um, everything will be real time. And then, you know, if you see something you like, all you do is, you know, let me know and I schedule the showings. So I make it really easy for them. And then once they start getting the auto emails, then, you know, when they see something they like, they just call me. Yeah. Really easy. I mean, and yeah. And you gotta, you gotta make it seem like you're not going to be going too far out of your way. Right. You gotta let them know, oh, I don't mind. You know, right. what I mean? because if they think that you're going to spend like three hours doing something, they're going to say, no, 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 no. I don't want to have to feel like I owe you reciprocity. Exactly. Yeah. You got to, you got to touch them enough where, you know, they know that you're interested, but not too much where you're overwhelming or now you're going to be a sales person and you're just pitching them all the time. So you can't be calling them every day. You kind of just have to to fill it out. And I think I, I called him to follow up and then he, I, you know, I think he found something he liked and 
he called me the week after actually and then we went and saw a home together and then that's kind of really where I focus is when I meet with them in person and have the time to talk again that's when I just really try to show them that I am the expert here and I I know what I'm doing and uh, and you know I can make it an, a very easy process so that's when I really try to sell myself when I have them in person do you try to give them information that they might not know from the internet, that sort of thing? Yeah, of course. I try to give them all this inside information so they can trust me, again, as an area, local area expert. So, and then even with like the Zillow leads, you know, they have, they really have no loyalty to you because they don't know you. So um, instead of trying to sell myself immediately on the phone, I mean, I do a little bit, but I try to, to just, I know it's annoying, but I would go and meet them at the showing because I think when you get that face-to-face, -face, that's when you're really going to be able to sell yourself and make that connection with them. And that's what they want. They really want that relationship and the human bond and, like you said, the authenticity. So even though it's annoying to, you know, have to leave your family on a Saturday and go do the showing with someone that may not even end up using you, I still ended up, you know, I would go and make the effort because that's where you make that connection. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, Jen, let's wrap this up with our flagship question. And, and this is about you competing against other agents, let's say other agents that have only been in business two years, right? Okay. Full time. They're just as assertive and hungry as you, right? And I'm going to take you and I'm going to put nine of them with you mm -hmm. in an area where, number one, you guys don't know anyone. Number two, there's money, there's commerce, people are buying and selling real estate, making money. Number three, I'm only going to give you a thousand bucks. Number four, I'm going to give you a cell phone and a laptop. And all of you guys have to go at it and sell as many houses as you can in a six month period. Right? Right. So how are you going to, oh, and by the way, if you sell more houses than the other nine, I'm going to give you $5 million cash. Right. How are you going to beat these other nine? You know, I think I would use my cell phone, call every single person that I could get a hold of in this new area, and invite them to my party and blow the entire cash at a party. <laughs> and, try to, and just try, not, not because I'm a party person, not by any means, but because that's where you're going to get the face-to-face, -face, and I feel like that's where you're going to try to make those relationships um, and really get that connection going. So... That's, that's what I would do because, you know, even though I, I am buying the Zillow leads, I think at the end of the day, you, I think this fear of influence is really your bread and butter anyway. Those are the people that know you. If people know you, they trust you, and they're going to buy from someone that they trust, not some random person. So I, for me, I would just blow the whole thing on a, like a nice, you know, happy hour or some kind of dinner or something like that, some kind of event, and have them come to it and just try to make relationships in that way. And then the pressure would be on. It's kind of like what you just did with buying that investment property where you, you spent the money, you put it away. And like you said, now the next day you woke up and you go, okay, I got to go back to work. You know, can't just say I'll take four years off, you know, right, right. you're like, I spent the thousand bucks. I've burned the boats. Now I need to find one person out of these 40 people that's going to buy or sell a house. Let me go get it and give it my all. Right, right. 
I love that. I love that. All right, Jen. So everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift. And what we do with these free gifts is I'm going to put them on your show notes. So anybody can uh, go to your show notes if they want to reach out to you, if they want to give you a referral, if they want to say thank you for coming on the show, blah, 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 they can. And I'm going to put that on hybendigital.com backslash Jin Chen. Now, let me spell this, guys. It's really easy. Three letters, J-I-N, J-I-N-C-H-E-N, hybendigital.com backslash Jin Chen. And uh, what did you bring for us today? Uh, I just provided a copy of my newsletter that goes out to my sphere of influence. Um, the reason I like that is because one of the things that we highlight the most is um, just the local activities that people can do. And I feel like it really gets people's attention. Like, I don't know, for, for December, we did like all, you know, the special lighting productions that were around the area. We have special tips like how to make your tree look, you know, bigger and brighter, like for the holidays, things like that. But I, I really think that highlighting events in your area, local area, it's a value because people look at it and they want to do things with their kids and their family. So they see it and they put it in the calendars. You know, there's like a cookie recipe or whatever, but, and then we'll always do some kind of market update too. Stats of how many days on average homes in your area sold for, what the average median price is. So there's a little bit of real estate stats that I think people find helpful, but um, I really do like the part about highlighting events in the area. I think that's a good, good thing to provide for your people. Yeah, it makes it makes you more of an area expert, even even more, right? Exactly. That's what you want. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I can't wait to read that myself. So, guys, if you want this newsletter, go go to hybendigital.com backslash Jin Chen, J-I-N-C-H-E-N. Or if you want this plus tons and tons of other items of utility that all of our past guests have brought over the years, just go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. I'm going to put them all in one giant box for you. Or you can text the word toolbox to 444 999 Jen, thank you so much for coming thank on. You. Best of luck to you in the thank future, so and I'm excited for you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. It was great talking to you. You too. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button yes hit subscribe please the more subscribers that we get on real estate rock stars the better guests are attracted to the shows we'll get more guests from the top companies from the top teams and even more celebrity guests like robert kiyosaki and barbara corcoran also if you're not a member of our free facebook group Go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers, and I'm on there probably twice a day, so definitely follow me on Instagram, as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening, and keep rocking.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.